What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Geeks Reign Supreme. Technically the first episode ever. I am your host for today's episode, Eric, the Western Senpai. Why did I have that? That was hard for me to think of. Whatever. It's all I'm good, joined dude. With, <laughs> I'm, I'm joined with Chris, the Multiversal Wizard. What's going on, man? Hello. How are you? I'm chilling, man. I, clearly, I have the jitters for uh, for hosting. <laughs> dude, it's okay. You, you, you get into the sway of it. Right? Once, you, once you start doing it a couple times. Yeah, so, uh, thank you, thank you. I have your your teachings. So, speaking of teachings, and you wearing a Star Wars shirt, um, the Bad so, Batch, so, uh, man. The yeah, Bad man. Batch. So, so first of all, before before we get into the Bad Batch, and I I just realized this, you and I are huge Star Wars fans, mm -hmm. to say the least. Like what? I'm just curious because I've never even asked you this as like friends for years. Sure. What got you into Star Wars? Like, how did that start? All right. So, this is a uh, sort of an interesting story, I guess. But Those it's like the, the origins of, of Chris. But uh, <laughs> when I was very when I was very little, my dad worked at a high school. Still works at the high school, but he's a teacher, and he would take me in the summers essentially to babysit me, right? Because he'd work summers doing maintenance stuff around the school to make some extra money. Yeah. And what he would do is he introduced me to like the IT director at the time there uh, who was also doing work during the summer. And basically he was like, oh, like bring him over to my office. I want to show him some cool stuff. You can come and see the cool stuff too. It's crazy. So I went to the office and it was just a bunch of like Star Wars figures and like replica lightsabers and dude, I'm talking about like shit that would definitely be worth stuff today. Um, in, in his office at the school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, so he was a super, he dope. was a super mega nerd, like geek. And yeah. uh, I saw all that stuff and I was like, whoa. So I would hang out with the, the kids that did IT uh, with the IT director during the summers. A lot of the summers, I would, I would continuously go back summers with my dad and I would hang out with all the IT people. And right. we would basically like play Xbox and they would set up what? different stuff. And, and we would talk about like, oh, fucking superhero films and X-Men when they were dropping. We would have Star Wars uh, movie marathons on like the projector in the library, essentially. That was my, first, that was my first time playing uh, an Xbox 360 or Call of Duty was during those summers. But he is a humongous Star Wars fan, and he really introduced me to Star Wars to the point where right. he also named his son, uh, like I, th I think his middle name is Lucas, and, yeah, or, yeah. or it's like his name is Christopher Lucas something. That's awesome. But Ramirez, I believe is the last name. I, don't know. I said something, I know, I know who they are. Shout out to Mr. Ramirez. Yeah, Omi, Omi Ramirez. Yeah. Thank you, man. You, you taught me a lot, man. <laughs> there, there's, you're a huge reason as to why I'm as obsessed with geek pop culture and stuff like that today. So, that's pretty thank cool. you. That's dope, yeah. That's man. that's my origin story. That's cool. That's yeah. super dope. Funny enough, though, that, that like you said, he named his kid Lucas. For those of you that don't know, my son is named Lucas, and we did name him after George Lucas. Oh, so yeah. he doesn't know that yet because he's only two. But the day he finds out, it'll be be pretty sweet. So I, I have another question then going in before we get into the Bad Batch, because I think I know the answer you're going to give me. 
Um, and it's kind of expected mm-hmm. if you enjoyed the Bad Batch. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Dude, honestly, it, it is Revenge of the Sith. It's not the Clone Wars. Yeah. Same. I, I, I well, love no, the Clone yeah, Wars. Revenge of the Sith is... But there was a lot of stuff in the... <laughs> this is another one of those things, man. It's just... It, it, it happens, right? There are things that you look back on certain films, especially in geek pop culture, and you look yeah. at lines or scenes, and you're just like what dude all of the stuff with anakin and padme (laughs) in the clone wars yo all of it he's like you're so soft he says some shit like that (laughs) but i saw a video and it was just oh man huge fan of the abridged for the prequels as well but yeah i i i I did grow up originally not watching like four five and six really i I started no as a kid i didn't i i wow first thing i saw I think for Star Wars, I mean, I might have watched them, but in the library when I was very young, like with all right. of the people that were watching in the library with us, like, I don't know. I, I didn't, it didn't, it made an impact. It did. Like, I remember right. scenes and stuff, but I wasn't able to grasp onto any actual plot back then. Um, I thought lightsabers were super cool, but my actual introduction was episode one and like watching it in theaters nice nice yeah so. luckily for me i i grew up with the vhs's at home my dad has like nice. always been a huge nerd and he gravitated more towards star trek but mm-hmm. when star wars came out it was the same shit like well not the same shit but it was still that like space sci-fi just more epic more of an opera than a technical show so my dad actually had like the vhs's for four five and six at home and dude i th- like we destroyed those things so much so that my dad was the one that like took me to go see episode one nice so yeah, yeah, my so dad my dope. dad might have liked Star Wars, but he definitely wasn't into like he wasn't as expressive, I think, when I was younger to like his right. geek endeavors. Cuz yeah, he, yeah, he my, some my of his favorite films are like The Matrix and stuff like that. <laughs> my, yeah, my dad too. My my dad straight up goes from like being a huge nerd, like he looks like a nerd too, and being like I love Star Trek and and like I like all these things and my dad's like, "Yeah, my favorite movie's Top Gun." And yeah, well, my dad loves Top Gun too, man. I we I've said it before. Our dads would get along. They like a lot of the they same they types would. of movies, man. They would. Yeah. yeah, dude, my dad's like three favorite movies of all time. This is super off topic. Are like Top Gun, Apocalypse Now, and I want to say Rush, which is like a Formula One movie. And my, yeah, dude, but, and then my dad has that side of him, but then he has the side that introduced me to like geek and pop culture, which is like, he loves Star Wars, loves mm-hmm. Star Trek, loves Lord of the Rings. I th- like when the first movie came out, I was like five and he took me to go see it. Yeah. I think it was like 91, 99 or something like that. It was like early 2000s. I was a kid and my dad yeah. was like, yeah, let's go watch Lord of the Rings. Come on. I was like, okay. Yeah. For, um, for me. Back, back, Sorry, sorry. Go, go, go. No, I was going to say for me, it was it was a lot like cartoons and then oh, Omi yeah. and the IT crew like during the summers. That, w- that was my introduction really to, to all that stuff. That's still dope, man. You had better summers than I did. My mom, my mom would <laughs> legit put me in summer camp. Or yeah, just... I didn't love summer camp too much. No, I hated it. I didn't like the summer camp kids. All my friends stayed at home or went to summer school and my mom put me in summer camp. So... That wasn't fun, but but bad batch, man, <laughs> bad batch. The, yeah. the point of this episode, the reason you guys have tuned in to watch, besides our um, adoring faces, um, what did you? I'm man. I was all right. I'm gonna be honest. Before I saw Bad Batch, I was super skeptical. Okay. Like very. I I didn't know what to expect. What were you I skeptical it was about? Be, exactly. 
Um, just everything, I think, you know, like for me, it was the fact that it, it was another animated Star Wars series. We had just gotten off of the, I guess, the grittiness of uh, the Mandalorian and the like advancement mm -hmm. of technology the Mandalorian did also how dark season seven of Clone Wars was so the fact that we we're getting like and, it, and the fact that it was another clone show like I felt like dude seven seasons of it we just got done with Clone Wars I don't want more clones I keep wanting stuff from like the old Republic no oh, yeah same that's what like you know I want to see multiple Jedi go toe-to-toe -to -toe with multiple Sith but it any Star Wars content makes me happy at the end of the day however like with bad batch i legit like when i saw the trailer and mind you their episode their little mini arc with echo in season seven mm -hmm. i thought was really cool okay. i loved all of them i thought they were great characters but when they announced a show like i i swear to god like my reaction was like this right i was like looking at my phone they're like bad batch show coming out and i swear i went oh my god bro come on just because like we've had clone wars since like the mid to early 2000s yeah and i wanted that change up um boy was i f super wrong well i mean because this isn't really like it of course it is the clones and it's heavily it's it's clones yes. <laughs> but but it's not it's you know post order 66 clones which is a big difference it's something yeah, we've never 100%. gotten really like we've gotten a ton of stuff in legends which is the you know the books and yeah. a ton of stuff in comic books as well but on a screen we hadn't really gotten any what would be considered today disney lucasfilm canon um post order 66 stuff and this starts playing right in the beginning oh so dude, that, i mean they that, went as far as to episode go, like, one episode one yeah man they were they, it didn't even start at Order It started before Order 66. Yeah, technically like, like a couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yo, this is what's going on. By the way, here's Order 66. And and I feel like that's what made me start to approach it in a in a positive aspect when I started mm -hmm. watching it. I uh, I greatly didn't. Like, like I said, I went into it thinking I wouldn't like it. I was still going to watch it because it's Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um but once like the episode started and I was like, oh, cool. They're still doing like the Clone Wars and all that shit. This is exactly what I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. And then like two minutes in, you see like uh, Kanan and I have like the Star Wars comics for Kanan. So like I knew yeah. like what happened with him and Master uh, Bilaba or whatever her name is. I think so. I think it's yeah. it's like Master Bilaba, Pilababa, something like that. <laughs> so like, it is Star Wars, it is. man. It's, it's, like, it's Master Master Bilaba, Master something like that man so like i saw that and i was like oh dude this looks familiar and yeah. then like in the distance you hear execute order 66 and i was like it's like it's happening it's happening yeah and then like going from there i was like dude this is really like uncharted territory mm -hmm. like besides jedi fallen order or that scene even the revenge jedi of the sith where like they, oh, yeah, they right. do it and they show us just little snippets of people realizing it and getting taken down exactly like, but they never show us at least to my knowledge with like what disney has now made canon we never do see what happens immediately after in the vader comics and that's about it because in the vader comics we see it from his perspective yeah. um but in like in terms of in live action and really like diving into it from the other side's perspective mm -hmm. you don't yeah so i thought that was dope Wait, I mean, what did yeah. you think it was going to be, just out of curiosity? 
I mean, I was excited for it off rip. I was. I, I was I had a little bit of a different impression. Yeah. I, I was just like fuck yeah, like more. <laughs> like we get more Star Wars content. I'm never opposed to the content. I mean That's true, that's true. Um You know, I look at something, they drop something in the grand scheme of of a universe that has been created by someone and then yeah. expanded on by many other minds. I take anything thrown my way as like oh if i like it i'll watch it if i don't like it i won't watch it or read it or whatever form of content it is fair as, as it should be too i think but i was excited i was like hell yeah uh seeing how good the ending of the clone wars looked and like yeah just how far everything had come from the beginning of the clone wars to that finale right yeah, yeah, 100%. Seeing that, I wanted I wanted more. I was like, dang, we got that for one season? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I loved a bunch of the Clone Wars show. But for me, they had accomplished something they hadn't before. And I was like, okay, I want more of this. And then they announced the Bad Batch. Now, do I think it was, like, really soon after? Yeah, it felt like I was like, oh, snap. Like, that's, like how much of this has really been planned you know they've been working on the mandalorian too but then again like yeah because this is dave filoni too right uh yeah yeah it's, yeah so i think that's the first credit yeah. that rolls it's like based on the yeah okay that's what that's produced yeah. by dave because he's he's like. he's the one that's going to he's the one that's picked up the mantle i guess of like what <sighs> george lucas left on that's I what half of us like to think that that's a whole nother topic, bro. That comes down into the whole like Kathleen Kennedy, Dave Filoni theory and like the whole Lucas. Oh, I don't even know about those shit. theories. <laughs> I don't even know about that. Crazy. So, but he, I, he is known. He is known to have been George Lucas's like apprentice mm -hmm. in terms of like Star Wars. Like he was he was always with him. He he was with him during Clone Wars. He invented Ahsoka. Um, he wrote like a lot of the big plots of like Mandalorian clone wars and i think even rebels with george lucas's like either help or approval so i he's very much has a huge imprint on the on the series and the franchise 100 yeah, for sure 100 uh but he's given us some good stuff some very good stuff like you said ahsoka yeah. right so i was just like man he's giving us a whole new bad batch of clones you know the bad batch was already pretty like a pretty cool concept of the mutated very. clones um, who I did like that a lot. Even even the regs, as they call them, right? The regular clones, they don't like the Bad Batch because they they're they're outcasts. They're they're people who aren't like them, which is super weird, right? They're freaking clones. Yeah, yeah. But and how many times do you see that the clones want to like differentiate themselves somehow other than their names? But well, even what they do to their their helmets and yeah, armor yeah, that's and, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like Rex and and the putting the tallies and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but I was really excited. I was very excited about it. Um, and when I started to watch it, I was very excited as well. I mean, I have differing thoughts from beginning to end of the of the season, but we'll I'm sure get get to those specific That's things as we continue to talk. But I was excited. I was super pumped. I was like, nice. Yeah, more. Give us more. <laughs> Did that first episode live up to that excitement? You think? Like when you first started? Yes and no. I mean, it definitely felt like, like, the thing is that it left 
the impression that I think a lot of people don't realize is purposely done, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the first episode is longer than the rest and yes. and will be cared for cinematically more. I can agree. I think and so. I, I think that there's a way larger attention to detail in the first episode and the last two than there is in the middle. That's not to say they, yeah. they completely, you know, ripped out the rug and it was just crud in the middle. But I think it was better in the first and the last, the same way that like a lot of the last parts of the Clone Wars were really yes. like, big, especially those last couple episodes were like freaking like a movie. It looked like a movie rather than yeah. a show. Um, oh, definitely. Especially in terms of just like quality in the animation and, and the storytelling, the acting, the lighting. Everything. Yeah. So yeah. I watched the first episode and I was like, this is freaking awesome. I'm really excited. Uh, and then, you know, I, it's not to say that that's even what took me away from it. I noticed it and I was like, okay, I get, I get what they're doing. I get it. They're focusing on the first and last rather than the in-betweens, right? Um, right. But there there were... No, nah, it was good. It was good. I, I, I don't have too many complaints. <laughs> I don't want to try to, like, really rip it apart, like, too bad because I enjoyed it. I watched it and I had a good time. And I, yeah. I was like filled with nostalgia while also being like, holy smokes, this is something I've wanted to see so badly. Yeah. And to see the, the, you know, reactions, we're lucky to be seeing it from the Bad Batch's perspective because everybody else got turned, <laughs> so, you know, for yeah. the most part. Like if we weren't watching it from their perspective, we're watching it from Ahsoka and Rex, like their perspective or, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, one of the only times where we see it enacted in the Clone Wars, and it, it's like triggered. Uh, yeah, Aside from a couple episodes within the Clone Wars where there were like defective chips and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they, they like acted again. prematurely. But but mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right in terms of like a full on event because even in Revenge of the Sith, it was just like you said earlier, it was like little pocket moments where you yeah. see like you saw what happened to like Kiadi Mundi, Isla Sakura, mm-hmm. and like it was those little mini. 30 yeah, it was just snippets scenes. of like. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> And then they get, sh- they get shot in Very back. depressing music. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, dude, dude. that is a pretty yeah. big moment. <laughs> oh, my God. They got murdered. And, yeah, and it's a shame we're doing this podcast after season seven of Clone Wars because I could talk about those final oh, two man. episodes. And we, of- can get, we can get to that sometime. But we oh can make God, a video bro. on it. A little yeah, special 100%. bonus feature. But, um, but no, I, I think you're right. Besides that, that moment with Ahsoka and Rex, um, and, and Maul and all that stuff at the in the last episode of Clone Wars. Uh, this is really the only other time that we get to see an entire story being mm-hmm. told through Order 66. Yeah. Um, because for Ahsoka, it was a big deal. We, we realized how Rex, Rex finally explained he never betrayed his Jedi. Um, you know, well, not explained it, but we got to see yeah. what he meant by that. Um, we saw Maul escape and how he vanished. We saw Ahsoka disappear and how she vanished. Um, oh, dude, even the, Rex the, the scene, the scene with uh, Vader at the end of Clone Wars. Oh, where shook she finds me to her my core, dude. Shook me wow, to my girl. core. That was Amazing. beautiful. Oh yeah, my dude. god. Oh, Damn, I would have loved to know what he yeah. was thinking in that moment. You see what I, I mean, though? That. Every every little dude. thing leaves you with like, I would have loved to see more. <laughs> like, I just, dude, I want oh more. But well, we get, I, we get I some of that stuff in Rebels, though. 
Yes, and and Rebels does a very good job of capturing the relationship mm -hmm. between like Ahsoka and Vader. Definitely. And this is a huge dude. Star Wars we can talk about forever. Yeah, yeah, it's um, true. Yeah. No, I feel, but it is cool. I that was my favorite thing about Bad Batch, and I kept telling Ariel um, that you know I think because she I really wanted to try to get her into Clone Wars, mm -hmm. and she wasn't a big fan of the animation, and I kind of fucked up on my part where mm -hmm. I showed her Episode One. Right. Yeah. So there's have you seen like the guides on on like Reddit and stuff like that where you watch Clone Wars in chronological order? Like no. it's not you don't start with episode one. You start I think it's like you start with like episode four uh, or season four, like episodes one through ten. Then you go to like season one. Like it's crazy. And it does it in the timeline order of events. You've never seen that. I didn't even realize that the dude, the order so of events cool. were so like out of place because, yeah, every episode they tell or pretty much every episode or every few episodes they tell a story from a different group of clones mm. the only continuity that you can really count on is anytime you're seeing at least from what i've noticed anytime you're seeing anything with like main characters right like like obi-wan maul dooku ventress anakin or, or ahsoka and okay. anything that like episodes that are solely based on clones apparently based on this guide that's on reddit it's like those events are like scattered. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't paint the full picture like the Clone Wars. Um, so I fucked up and I showed her episode one, which yeah. was very boring. Like mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of Clone Wars, and I it's Yoda on a random planet fighting simple ass. Yeah, I remember it was the <laughs> it was the uh, the bet it. to see who they were gonna side with, whether it would be the Separatists yes. or the Republic. And Yoda's, yeah, Ventress. Yeah, Ventress shows up episode one. Ariel's like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "That's a good point. Like, they're not introducing yeah. Ventress to you. Like, she's just they're off rip." Doesn't doesn't the Clone Wars series technically pick up after this the Clone Wars micro series? No, the Clone Wars micro series ends with episode three starting. You don't remember that? Are you talking but about it the starts old before? Yeah, but it starts before because he he still he cuts off his his like Padawan his braid. braid. Yeah. yeah. So, but the Clone Wars micro series. You're talking about the cartoon from when mm -hmm. we were kids. Yeah. 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 So so that one I, I I haven't seen it in years, but I specifically remember the final episode is actually Mace Windu chasing Grievous and Grievous catching Palpatine and escaping. Like, I'm 90% oh. sure that's the last episode. So we would just assume that Ahsoka wasn't there. Like, that was around the time where she, like, rode. Yeah, because remember, she leaves the Jedi Order. Damn. And then, you know, so yeah, actually, giving, no, giving we don't have to assume. We, we, we know that because in, in Season 7 Clone Wars, she's speaking, she's on the hologram conversation with, like, Obi-Wan and everybody, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, Grievous captured Palpatine. Yeah, to go. yeah, those events are happening in yeah. that, like, last At episode. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, um, super side tangent, but it's yeah, not man, it's though. It's shame. not because I, you know what? The Clone not, Wars yeah. is bad. Literally, the first episode starts with Clone Wars, and then it burns off, and it says Bad Batch. Dude, it's okay, a continuation of the Clone Wars. Can we talk about that for a second? It is. Did you did you did you enjoy that? I don't know why. Did you realize that in the first episode, it like you said, it says Clone Wars, and then it burns off to mm -hmm. Bad Batch? Did you notice the announcer where he's like? Uh, separatist forces have gathered on the planet of da -da 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 -da, and the Bad Batch are going and then he never does it again oh yeah yeah episode. yeah yeah the guy that would originally announce so, the beginning of yeah. every Clone Wars episode was there I did realize that yeah 
that was awesome and i did also think that was really freaking cool no it it was it was a beautiful transition from clone wars to bad batch especially considering we we get introduced to all of the bad batch in clone wars the clone wars yeah that final season there was a full arc about them including the the rescue of echo which was a clone that had been captured and was tortured and all this stuff um yeah that's an amazing series man um so then yeah so i tried showing it to ariel i explained to her it's super good um okay let's let's get into spoiler territory because we've been pretty good on on no spoilers so far in this conversation i don't don't know about that i'm actually gonna we can make a (laughs) if anything we'll make a little snippet and put a spoiler warning in the beginning yeah we'll edit that in there but um yeah so obviously i'm curious to know about like your thoughts i i've heard a lot of mixed messages just being on tiktok twitter and all that stuff Mm -hmm. about omega um so just to give like a recap um and for those people listening or whatever that don't care for the spoilers um omega is a clone similar to the bad batch where she was mutated and her specific mutation was that she doesn't age she is literally in terms of the show boba fett's sister and and the way Django Fett wanted Boba Fett as his reward, not reward, as his um, his payment for the clone army. He wanted an unaltered clone that wouldn't age or anything. The Kaminoans, the people on Kamino that make the clones, made Omega a girl version of Boba Fett for themselves. Also a completely unaltered clone, doesn't rapidly age. She is a child in the show, I would assume. I'm sure we could Google it. Uh, actually, say she's just just to, just to correct you, she actually two. ages two times slower than a normal human. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. So she's actually so, even older. And the thing is, wow. the thing is that like, so it's two times slower than a normal human, and four times slower than a clone. So then that's why, when she in the final episode, when she's like, technically, I'm older than you. No, she's, so she's been alive for yeah. She's, she's been, been alive, alive for, for longer than we think. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. then, and you know what? That goes to show you where why she's so mature in her headspace. Yeah. So I mean, yes and no. I don't. I okay. Well, she is. She is. She's she's innocent. She's well, innocent. well, she's she's a clone she's that's been held innocent. in that in that lab for how long? For a long Years. time, probably considering yeah, we, she's we been there for most of her life, if not all her life. Uh, we can assume she's like eight. She seems like an eight to ten year old. That's the vibe I get just based on her appearance. If she ages two times slower, she's technically a teenager. I would assume she's a teenager. And I think yeah. she is. It, it's more like what she's been taught. You know what I mean? Like the things that she knows, yeah. if she's not taught to be a mature person or or like, you know, they, they treated her like a kid. And and so she, yes. she was kind of like a kid, but that's like her mutation aside from aging like a normal person like unlike a normal clone it's even unlike a human she may be yeah. i don't know I, this may be stretching it a little bit but i was gonna say she may be older than boba i if theory wise yeah it could, it could be i well because boba not. do we know if boba ages two times slower than the average human no or is boba I, I was like, i understood that he ages like a normal person normal so yeah. then if that's the case we can assume that omega I think Omega would still be younger. I think the Kaminoans came up with that idea maybe after Django suggested it. But, you know, and th- these are the type of things that I'm so happy we are getting a season two. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's a lot I want to see. I, there's a lot I still want to yes. see, and, and we'll talk about that, and we'll go, we'll dive deeper into that now. But I, I have so many questions after yeah. that season finale. Um, so then, okay, so what did you think about that though? Because like I said, on Twitter, on TikTok, on social media, I read a lot of people that hated it and a lot of people that loved it. Um, I'm just, I personally liked it a lot. I thought it was super cool. I really enjoyed the concept of it. I was just curious as to like, what did you think of it? Like the fact so, that now Boba Fett isn't as special. As I, th Jango I still think he is. I still think he is. I think he's because he's the most like he's he's a clone that ages the same ages the same way as Django. Like he's the yeah. least mutated, if that makes any sense. Um, oh, so he's like the most true clone to Django Fett, I think. Um, aside from the fact that he grew up you know fighting and and doing all of these really like crazy stuff uh tactically and and like i said becoming a bounty hunter so young oh, out of, out of spite bounty hunter. yeah, yeah. And, and she was always more innocent like you said right i didn't always love it because you know a lot of times it's like I'm watching it from my perspective, from the outside perspective, and I'm like, yo, the obvious choice to, you should, like, the logical choice would be to let this person, like, like, leave this person behind, or, or so on and so forth, right? right? Because they could either handle themselves, or I don't, or they're trying to tell you not to go on this mission because you pose a risk to the mission. Like, that's just it, right? But she's like, I want to go on the mission, it's like okay <laughs> so, but like no because it's like it's risky taking you yeah but yeah. i do i do understand that um they are still trying to connect right and give a dynamic between um you know hunter and and omega sure. especially yeah, yeah. which is more of a like father daughter vibe i feel going than a brother sister even though uh yeah, they're technically I would agree. brothers and sister. I, I um, think it, it reminds me more of like an Ahsoka Anakin relationship, um, where it's like that that balance. Because when when Anakin first had Ahsoka, and ninety percent of the fandom hated her because she, yeah, she could be annoying sometimes she too. Was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, she was she was the Omega of the Clone Wars. I, yeah, like I feel, so you know. So at, at the end of the day, though, I was able to kind of like overlook it, just because right. of the fact that Omega is just who she is like that like all of this plays into her character and how truly right. just like faithful she is and how how loyal she is to the people that she cares about and like everybody and how she values life and so on and so right. forth especially which is such a uh contrast to so many of the clones and like to crosshair especially who's like oh, i'll yeah. kill anybody <laughs> like I, I don't care and he proves that in that episode where he kills the his like crew, like the oh, people the, that were with crew, him. Yeah. In the, so in the then, finale. Okay. Question, because you you went into a perfect tangent that I didn't think of to go in of going into. Mm -hmm. Do you do you believe? And we're gonna be all over the place. Just no, for this, say it because I, I actually think I know what you're gonna yeah. say. Say it. Do you do you believe Crosshair at the end when he said that he removed? Yeah, that he removed it. I don't believe him. I don't either. I okay, don't believe good. him. <laughs> and and a lot of people don't believe him. The Empire wants you to think, bro, A lot of but... people don't believe him. I, I honestly don't yeah. even think... I, I think he's fully aware that he has one. 
I, I don't, man. What? I, do you remember? No, he yeah, has to like, at this point. They've removed theirs. No like, way. Yes, the I, I think... I think it's in like the second or third episode when he's under and the, the Admiral, I forget his name. I, I'm sure you have it written down. The guy that's been like in charge of Ramino this whole time. Admiral, Admiral Rampart. Rampart. Yep, Rampart. I did write it down. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I, look, um, my, my he, chaos. Hey, yeah, I have my notes on my monitor over here. Um, Sick. He... <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he tells the the doctor he's like crank his inhibitor chip all the way up. Yeah. He I, I forget his exact words, but he tells her something along the lines of like turn it all the way as strong as you can. And I think what that does, mm -hmm. just because we've never experienced that. Also, the chips have never been toyed with. We've seen them get ripped out of their skulls, right? Like in a medical procedure, and we've seen the malfunction where they activate early or they just turn on Order 66. But to have that type of loyalty, because at this point, it's not kill Jedi, right? At this point, it's like Crosshair's version is, I, the Empire is God, yo. Like, he is so... I don't think it is, though. I don't think it... I don't... I think it's more like... And I, I heard someone say this in a video, and I, and I feel the same way, where it's like... Shoot. He wants to just be on the winning side. He was born a soldier, and at this point his directive and purpose in life is to still remain a soldier and he wants to be the soldier for the winning side and he believes yeah, firmly yeah. that it is the empire and for the most part he's not fucking wrong you know <laughs> like he they, they do rule for quite a, while, a good yeah. amount of time so it's gonna be a while till they lose yeah <laughs> yeah so he's not sure. really wrong but um he's just born man <laughs> i i mean so a lot of this goes into the questions right really important questions and most of them revolve around this, which is like the inhibitor chips themselves. All of these clones were originally made for the Republic and installed with inhibitor chips to basically make sure that they remained loyal, right? Yes. However, there was a, a let's just say like an underlying code that if Order 66 was activated, they would all turn and basically they would rule under the Empire and they would serve the Empire loyally without fault right and that comes however palpy man yep palpatine however um we've seen in the clone wars that there were inhibitor chips that were defective that was a big yes. that was a big plot line in the last season oh, the yeah. original last season of the clone wars 100 um with uh was it fives that his his inhibitor chip I was also Fives got his removed. Fives was the first one to get his removed, and that's why in um, that was such a big deal. Of I'm pretty sure five, bro. It's been years. I'm pretty sure Fives was the first one to get his removed, and yeah, I, I don't doubt that. I, I do agree. Somebody's mal somebody's malfunctioned. Yes, and they somebody's were like good old, good soldiers follow orders, and I think that's the first yes. time we hear that line. Good soldiers yeah. follow orders. Which is like and something that, that, that we didn't really understand. Like that's what they're receiving. Like they, they're like, yes. w when that inhibitor chip hears like Order 66, the message being sent into their brains that they think is theirs is good soldiers follow orders. I agree. And yeah. I think it was that clone. I don't remember. His, excuse me. It I don't could have been a, throw, a throwaway clone, but. Yeah, it was a clone. And then I think Fives was the first one to, to discover the inhibitor yeah. chip and like figure it all out. Mm -hmm. And I think he was the first one to get it removed. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, so, I could be wrong. So we saw remember. it malfunction. Right. Right. That already was something like, okay, there's, there's like a little more to these inhibitor chips. They're not perfect. Right. That's, that's right. kind of 
the the takeaway from that i think aside from it being a plot point to a plot device to show us yo it's happening like somebody figured this out before it was gonna pop off um then we saw you know rex had a moment even though he did technically like start following when order 66 happened he still fought it you, and you could see it. that, that he fought it. had tears coming down his face. You could see, yeah, that was, jeez, freaking oh Louise. <laughs> but you could, you could see that he Bro. still sort of fought it versus everyone else that didn't, right? Right. And then we get intro- introduced to somebody by the name of Hauser, Captain Hauser, which is the one that's on Ryloth with Hera and their, their family, yeah. uh, her family. Um... And he is a clone we haven't been introduced to that I'm aware of. And not that I remember either. And it seems to be that he still has his inhibitor chip. However, it seems to be wearing off somehow. Like, its effects seem to be wearing off. And he starts to notice, like, and he's making his own decisions, saying, I feel like we've been helping these people for so long. This is what the Empire is doing is in conflict to Ryloth's um, well-being, right? After having fought for it in the Clone Wars. Right. And decided to side with Hera and the Bad Batch and and Cham and all those people um, to save them. Right. And so that, to me, was one of the more pivotal ones because I think that's the first time we really see it, like, this person still has the chip and it's a norm it's a reg and they are now just weaning off of it kind of and there's no real reason as to why see so for with hauser i had so many questions yeah. that again like i wish i could meet dave Filoni and be like question um i i don't think his was weaning down like of course i could be wrong this is just me speculating right mm-hmm. yeah they I never mean, confirmed too. nor denied that i well, they left that so ambiguous. Yes, 100%. they left it so ambiguous. And the way I saw it, or the way I interpreted it when watching that episode, was Order sixty six is just plain and simple, kill the Jedi. Like, yeah, Order okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't think that part. I, if there were Jedi on Ryloth, he did it right because they weren't there when the bad batch got there he did his job i don't think that's why part of me also thinks that crosshairs is cranked up to like a million because um like to my knowledge or you know what i got my computer right here what is order 66 so we can get little detect i think i think it's it's just to like number one it was to follow Oh, right, right here, bro. This is StarWarsFandom.com. Go, go, go read it. Read it. Uh, I, I'll read the exact definition. Go. Um, order 66, also known as Clone Protocol 66, was a top secret order identifying all Jedi as traitors to the Galactic Republic and therefore subject to summary execution by the Grand Army of the Republic. That's it. Straight up. Jedi are traitors. Kill them. So you're saying that um, now that their directive of Je- kill the Jedi is done... That they're starting to just be like now what the heck like everything else no, is fair I, game no i i think that it, it's just that like i don't think that hauser that that's that falls under like my theory as to why i think mm. crosshairs is cranked up to a million because one admiral rampart said to do it two 
I think it's just straight up, hey, Order 66, kill the Jedi. All right, go back to being a soldier. By the way, just so you know, you're still a soldier for us, but now we're called the Empire. Remember the whole speech they had with Palpatine and stuff? Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was going to refer to that because I felt like everyone there was like, yeah, yeah, like, like because, they were excited and happy. But it's like what you said about Crosshair. They won the war. They're, and we know from Clone Wars, Clone Wars is like a very like Vietnam style show mm -hmm. for the clones, especially their episodes where you, you know, like they like fighting and they like, you know, yeah. going after the clankers yeah, it's, and it's all that their, stuff. It's their objective. Their primary objective is like, they, let's they want fight. the war to end. They, but they want the war yeah. to end. They, they always talk about like, oh, and what are you going to do when this is done? I don't know. I just mm -hmm. want to kill clankers. And it's like, but yeah. like, a lot of them do question like what, what's after this. Yeah. And it's the fact that they finally saw they like they got there Dude, they with got the deserter. The, do you remember the deserter? Dang. I forget what his, his actual name is. I don't remember. It's, the, dude, it, I haven't seen Clone Wars since like 2015. We see the deserter in the episode where they go to, it's like the first planet they go to visit, I think. Yes, Once they've yes, defected in, with, the, um, with the clone that we, we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was only in one episode of the Clone Wars. That's where we He's met him originally. His, he has the daughter that, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So that's like the first episode they go to. That's another person that was really cool to see. That was a clone yes. that didn't even follow Order 66 to begin with. Never got influenced or impacted by that. Well, which he, is didn't interesting. Even have the, he didn't have the radio call to tell him. like Yo, He didn't have anything. He was just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what the heck? Uh, he, I'm sure he still has his inhibitor chip, but like... I don't think he does. Yeah. No, dude. I, I think there, there's... From the way that I've heard it explained by a couple people, like he was he the not. only one that didn't follow it. Like there was no reason for him to follow it, and it so that implied something. But but didn't he deserve before Order sixty six? Bro, beats me. He man. had to have. I, think. I don't know, but he. he I mean, I, season two better give me question answers, man. Oh, they're gonna give I us answers, and and honestly, so one so of the cool. things, one of the things. Actually, let's finish the crosshair thing first. I think Shoot. that it is true. Right, that he 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 still has his inhibitor chip. I think he was lying about removing yeah. it, fully. Same. Uh, I yeah. think that he knows that he has one. I don't think he's pretending that he doesn't. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. However, it's possible that it's so cranked and it's so doing its job that he's like, I don't care if there's an inhibitor chip. Good soldiers follow orders, and that's all he's doing. Like, that's what I think is a more likely, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, outcome to this, um, if he still has it, you know, because right. his, the side of his face is burned where it would be, and so maybe they, you know, maybe it got damaged, maybe it got removed, maybe, maybe he's kind of, like, lying a little bit about how it's no longer has effect on him. And he's still right. just like torn. Maybe he doesn't want to look like an idiot. And he's, he doesn't want to be like, oh shit, I was wrong. I was under the, the influence of this and the whole time and I've been trying to kill you. See, but I feel like Crosshair, just based on his personality, from what we know in that Clone Wars and the Bad Batch, side with the he doesn't give a shit. Well, yeah. yeah, but he also doesn't give a shit with people. He, he was always kind of an ass. He was always kind yeah, of a jerk, 100%. even in the Clone Wars like episodes. But I don't think he would care. I don't think he'd be like, oh, maybe I should, you know, just say my chip got removed just in case. Yeah, that, yeah that he would be, like, stubborn, and he yeah, would be, he like... Care. <laughs> yeah, no. Crosshair would straight be like, yeah, I took it out, so fuck yeah. you. Like, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, they, I, they didn't find it too... It's very unapologetic. And I, and I think it's funny, too, that you mentioned that the side of his face that's burnt is the side where the inhibitor chip would be. And yeah. that's, that's Dave Filoni, man. He's like, 
You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> Good luck. Um, Asshole. He, know, he knows people are doing these podcasts. I, I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that a lot of this, and, and based on what other people have said, right, that uh-huh. it's, it, it kind of feels like season one dragged on in a, in a lot of ways, especially with the episodes uh, with Sid where they're trying to pay back their debt to Sid and they're just taking on missions. And stuff. I agree. I did like Sid. I was very tired of like the episode where they saved the baby Rancor. Yeah, yeah. That Things was, like that were very well. Th- it, it was like a three-episode spree of like fillers yeah. or what felt like fillers, with with small moments, right? Because I I think there's only maybe one fully filler episode in there, and it's the one with the guy that has the horns and the and like the cat. Oh yeah, that he takes like Sid's uh Sid's gang or whatever. Yeah, and and I yeah yeah, yeah. it was that one. You know, that guy's probably um, going to show up again, obviously. It, it seems a 100%. little bit, like, stupid to have that full episode happen. And then they're yeah, not going to... They, they do that. He'll be, he'll be like a Hondo to them, I think, right? Like, Hondo okay. in Clone Wars, the pirate. Mm-hmm. I think he would be, like, a character similar like that. Like, he's that side character. He's not Hondo really is that a legend, important. dude. <laughs> Hondo is literally in I Disney World. Like, that's how freaking popular name. he is. I said his name and I heard his voice in my head immediately. Same, same. Like immediately, his, the, the raspy. Oh! Oh, oh. Mr. Yeah. Jedi, come. Hondo will help you. Like, I don't know why, dude. But I, I think he will be the Bad Batch's version of that, right? That guy that you can't really trust. Sometimes he'll help well, he you. Well, he mentioned sometimes his mom. You. Was also like part of like a big, a big villain a big or gang. mafia yeah. like leader or something. Yeah, because uh, we know the Pikes, we know the Pikes, and we know the Red Red Suns or Red Dawn. Are the Red the, the, are those the ones the with the Dawn. the Crimson, Crimson Dawn's Dawn is the one, one with the Spice? With Maul. No, that's no. the Pikes. Okay, those are the Pikes. Okay, which we yeah, got introduced Crim- to. Yeah, Crimson Dawn is led by Darth Maul. Okay, yes, okay. that's the one that he he owns. Mm-hmm. But it's and then obviously the Huts. So I don't know what his mom is part of. Um, but yeah, I I agree. There were a lot of filler episodes that I was very like. And then, funny enough, though, when I started to dislike that, I realized, well, okay, before I say what I'm about to say, Mando from Mandalorian is, like, easily in my top three favorite characters in all of Star Wars. Okay, for sure. Yeah. So, when I was watching Bad Batch and I was like, oh, these filler filler episodes are getting kind of, like, uh, I'm not feeling this. The show Mm -hmm. is starting to kind of, like, go downhill. Yeah. I was like, if I say that, I'm a hypocrite. Because I, I didn't realize this until like recently, the format of Mandalorian is literally every other episode, right? Every other episode is one episode of story. Mm-hmm. Another episode is like random adventure. Then it's story, then random adventure, then story, then random adventure, okay. especially in season two. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's literally every other episode. So with that in mind and, and that season two is very much like that, season two a little bit like that, I was just like, you know what? I get why they're doing it and it's so that they don't condense it because if you were if you were to like just cut out all the filler of Bad Batch in reality I think you would have the first two episodes up until they rescue Omega the last two and then the episode when um, the the two episodes with Rex like when they all remove their inhibitor chips mm-hmm. and then the next episode when they go to escape yeah but I you... feel like you can watch the Bad Batch with those six episodes and get everything yeah but you're implying that you couldn't have replaced the filler episodes or the filler moments with more valuable information like 
you could which you which is could. so like what a lot of people wanted to see which is kind of where i was getting at and where i think maybe so season two might start to gear towards right because a lot of people wanted to see the um the empire's rise right like them yes. taking over seeing how it affects too. the citizens which we did get some episodes that kind of showed showcased that like the one with hera and uh, Cham. Well, uh, ryloth it was like two episodes i mean it, it was definitely yeah. and that one was very like much more political and much more like yeah. i mean the, the the first episode uh of those two because it was like a two-part thing the first mm -hmm. episode the whole entire bad batch cast was background characters was they, they weren't even in there, the yeah. episode um until yeah. the end so like it focused very much on this place that during the clone wars was fighting to get their freedom and it, it i saw a video that showed uh cham uh which is Hera's dad uh, uh one of the leaders of of the of the city or he's just like a like a general right that's uh, very yeah, much looked like up to He's like their best warrior, like lead warrior, something like okay, that. Okay, so so he has yeah. a conversation in the Clone Wars in an episode where the Jedi are saving Ryloth and Mace Windu is there. And he tells Mace Windu, like, us having someone like a, a military force be here on our planet to protect us isn't really freedom. Um, and he right. says, how long before we have to turn our like weapons against you, Jedi? And, you know, it kind of, it not necessarily happened in that way, but it's true. The clones were there, they saved them, and now the clones are taking over. Like, the, the, right. the Empire is taking over, and now people are trying to, you know, already start rebellions and, and underground, like, Civil War type stuff. Yeah, Hera's uncle was smuggling weapons. And all yeah, that yeah, which was yeah. a big, which was a big thing. And he, it was immediate. Yeah. He was immediately yeah. like, "I don't trust it was, anybody. We need like weapons." Next, <laughs> it was the next day. The, the, the what was it, the chancellor or whatever of like Ryloth was just like, "Yeah, we should listen to the Empire. They love us. Turn in your weapons." And then the next day, Hera's uncle was like, "I'm gonna go meet with the Bad Batch, and they're gonna give me weapons." Like, dude, Hera literally was, says it to him. Quick, she, she, yeah, bro. she was like, yeah. "Didn't we just turn in our weapons yesterday?" He's like, "Yeah, and we need more now." yeah so he was quick too. so seeing that and then seeing that one episode two where the clones fight with the separatists to save them mm -hmm. right uh from that one planet with the guy that has oh. the monocle yes yeah yeah so that episode that was, was also cool. really cool because like even though it was another like kind of boring filler type episode we right. got to see uh the bad batch fight with the separatists for the separatists technically you know? Yeah, it's it's one of those tricky things where the filler episodes were cool when you like you look back on them and the little mm -hmm. Easter eggs and stuff, and you saw um, Bib Fortuna because she was there to get the I think it was Bib Fortuna that went to go get the baby Rancor. Mm. So, dude, I, the know, Rancor like, episode is like the one I forget the most. Right, and yeah. but that's my point. Like that's why I very much in my head I was like, dude. It was also important because that was when Omega first like kind of defies their orders and says like I can fight too. Right, so there's like yes. little things that are important. Uh, Correct, but and and I think that was the first implication to to like her being as smart as she is because of yeah. Well, she tried and failed because they saw her, but like whatever little strategy she has or whatever source of um, tactfulness, tactfulness, right, is the word I'm looking for that she sure. has. I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> you know, so but it. Yeah, those episodes, you can definitely watch The Bad Batch without them, and I feel like get the whole story. I do wish, though, those episodes 
showed Crosshair's perspective. That's just me. Well, we we I, got. I would have loved to see his. It's interesting because like perspective is very important. In, Absolutely. In, it's an important theme in this and in I think most shows in, in general wars. not even just yeah, star wars though like in cool. most things that involve conflict to see both sides and both perspectives well, there's a reason the one side is doing one thing and a reason one side is doing the other but what determines yeah. what is right or wrong is are, is it well, morals most, or like right and the most famous line in all of star wars besides being the force to be with you is from a certain point of view which i think yoda tells luke on dagobah Mm -hmm. It's definitely a like original trilogy line yeah. where Luke always says it from a certain point of view. And it's the same thing from a certain point of view. What is happening? You know, who's who's right? Who's wrong? Um, you know, who has more to gain than the other? And it's yeah, I don't know, man. We got the it perspective of that, uh, the perspective of that one soldier, right? When w the episode with uh, Saw Guerrero's insurgents. Um, yes. And and that's when Crosshair takes charge of the Death Troopers. Mm -hmm. um, he there was a soldier in that unit. I think that Crosshair like kills <laughs> the the one that was being yeah. a jerk the whole time. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and he was, but he was also the one that stopped them from killing. The yes, and he also he yeah. but he also mentioned that he was like. He mentioned that the Empire was giving him food and shelter and all this stuff, which is more than the Republic ever did for him. So yes. he, it was a perspective of someone who was actually happy to be fighting for the Empire because now we have the people who are conscripted soldiers, uh, soldiers sorry, and yeah. are actually volunteering to join the Empire and become what would eventually be our beloved stormtroopers. <laughs> And not the clone troopers <laughs> and, and bro and the fact that you say that i would have loved an episode about that because we in certain episodes of clone wars they imply how tragic the clone wars were was to like mm -hmm. some of the planets that were under regardless if they were under separatist control or republic control they like a lot of planets and people were affected by the clone wars that a didn't want the war and b didn't even fight in the war and I think it's so not cool because it's kind of like it's clearly exploitation and the mm -hmm. Empire sucks. But it's cool to see that, like, like you said, with that soldier where he was like, yeah, during the Clone Wars, the Republic fucked me over. Like, my life was hell. You know, my who knows, maybe a bomb dropped on his house and shit. And that goes back to Dave Filoni's mm -hmm. like the, the way Clone Wars is a very clear representation of whether you want to see it. In, and I might be reaching. It's just but the parallels of war where the way certain people react to the Clone Wars and I mean characters, it's very similar to like Vietnam and the way other characters react to it. It's very similar to Desert Storm and the war in Afghanistan and stuff like that. So it's cool to see a character like that, that they're like, the Republic fucked me over. The Empire's recruiting? Absolutely. They're gonna feed me? Absolutely. They're gonna give me shelter and protect my family and give me money? 100%. Instead, the Republic came to my planet, fought the Separatists and then bounced and my house was destroyed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's very like, it's yeah. pretty deep without like really we got some of that as well in uh in the clone wars with i thought was is it the yeah. martinez sisters or the ramirez sisters uh um oh god I the two sisters that ahsoka sisters. chills that chills with yeah um and like that, the first arc of clone wars, uh -huh, arc of clone wars where where season seven where basically like they say it they're like where the heck were the jedi when we needed them yes like like who the heck are you? I like, we don't care about the Galact, like the Republic or the Separatists. We're just trying mm -hmm. to survive, and and that's that's crazy, right? To a lot of people who don't understand, is that 
it's a it's a it's a galaxy far far away and it's galaxy huge. implies big <laughs> yeah so so there are people involved with the separatists there are people not involved with the separatist republic yeah. politics in general there's a whole system of other things going on which is why a lot of star wars fans want to pull away from the classic like skywalker yes. stuff and the classic palpatine stuff which we're going to get to that in this talk oh. as well because there are a lot of theories going around but there are two popular ones Shoot, as I'm to the stuff Shoot. involving cloning and how important cloning has become to star wars it already yeah. was but it's it's more prevalent now i think than ever right than ever. i would agree i 100 um, agree n- n- number one there's two right so the first one is not mm-hmm. so loved by fans not not wanted and i think i already know you're where you're gonna side and i side with this as well which is connecting all of the stuff that's happening with the clones and the kaminoans and lama sue and nala say that it's leading to the cloning process of snoke and palpatine that's number one that's number one number two mm-hmm. which i i also believe that it's it's definitely a lot of this is trying to tie to the films and so on and so forth yeah. to connect things and solidify things which most people don't want that are fans we want yeah. to get the hell away from palpatine please something something please. dark side i don't care anymore <laughs> about that guy i don't care anymore well, i don't i him dude, being <laughs> raised grandfather was such a dude problem. okay we're, we're not talking about this oh right now God, but the man. point is the point is Jesus. obviously cloning and palpatine it's going to be involved somehow but Absolutely. people are also saying the stuff with grogu and mandalorian and this tying more directly to the mandalorian and grogu i think so than it is directly to palpatine because we know they they eventually visit a kaminoan lab that was in the sky on a different planet right you remember the episode yes. with cad bane and in, finnick and finnick yeah and so yeah, yeah yeah so that episode showed us a lot of cool things side tangent from that still in this episode mm-hmm. there is an easter egg when she, when omega goes into one of the rooms it's the chamber with the clones that are all like mucked up and, and screwed up and it's like green tanks and she starts mm-hmm. to click buttons the the sounds for the buttons are the same exact sounds used for the original uh bounty hunter star wars game in the in the menu like when really? you would go to select the do 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 it's the exact same sound that they used that's sick yeah I didn't know and that. when she's pressing that's the buttons hot. you can hear the sound and i saw a video where someone played them side by side it's exactly the same that's, that's uh, awesome. so that's a little easter egg but uh going back into that room right seeing that there was a whole other like city slash lab for the kaminoans that were doing what right because the camino we've always known that produced the clones for the the republic was the camino that we've the always planet. known yeah, yeah. Th- th- there was another name for it I don't, I don't remember it's like a like a place but he says it he says it in episode two yeah but but um it seems to be that nala say was obviously studying and and testing and doing different experiments on different types of clones and cloning processes possibly looking for a new template right for whatever reason because we know that boba fett's original dna was starting to wear um which is what we thought made omega so special it's not the only thing turns out right um but 
the question is like could they have been doing something else like maybe are they are they heading towards creating a special unit just like the bad batch where it's like super soldiers right where they're oh. mu doing mutations and creating commando units like the commando troopers that we saw as well which was another Finally, bro. big thing and Fucking on in this Finally. lab in this Canonized lab in, Star Wars, in this lab there were a lot of commando units a lot more yes. than i think we've ever a freaking lot. seen uh so yeah. that leads you to believe like okay this is a you know there's kaminoan scientists here and there's a lot of commando units what's going on uh, yeah. could be the start of like the death trooper program maybe that's what death troopers are right like that they're or or, or uh the, cool. the purge troopers right that that they're altered somehow even yeah. even if it's not cloning that they're genetically altered to do stuff different and be be more powerful against stuff like the jedi bringing in like inquisitors and all of that kind of stuff um right. so there there are people saying that it could lead to stuff like that uh, but the Grogu and stuff because of the scientists that were the scientists that uh, Nala Se gets introduced to in the finale at the at the last like bit, mm. that scientist is wearing the same exact clothing as the scientists from the Mandalorian yep. that we meet. Yes. Uh, same outfit, same patch on the arm. They have like goggles on that almost resemble the the guy's glasses from Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, but regardless, clearly they're connected. Right, I I think they both are. I um, I think, but once again, it, you saying it out loud connects it all, man. But once again, like, it doesn't have to just be Palpatine, and I'm hoping that it's not just Palpatine. That there is more to this cloning like endeavor, right? Of theirs, there was a phase three that Nalase and Lamasu were talking about, a yeah. contingency, right? And they said it failed, but they didn't really... We never really found out what the heck the contingency was. They didn't really mention it, mm. did they? No, I don't think they... No, I don't think We don't they see did. it happen. They, they we just see him say, it. like, it's no. not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, they, they spoke about it in passing, but nothing nothing more. Um, it I, It's tricky, right? Like, I agree with everything you literally said, even the theories. I, I personally think they're gonna happen right i agree i'm super tired of palpatine i was okay with palpatine being raised grandfather in episode nine mm -hmm. and this is kind of a tangent but it's called the skywalker saga you killed the skywalker which was ben and it it, it wouldn't make sense for ray to fight snoke and it be called the final film of the skywalker saga because ray was not a skywalker until she took on the name at the end of the movie and Snoke was not a enemy of the Skywalkers, so it wouldn't have made sense. So fine, fine. JJ did what he had to do with the little bit he had in front of him. I get it. However, hmm. I do think that's where they're going. In Mandalorian season two, when they go into the, the cloning facility. Yes, yes, the, yeah. The bats, the, they look like Snoke. Mm -hmm. Like they clearly look like they it might not be, but they clearly look like I mean, Snoke. Look, and then it's I'm not dude, gonna I'm say I'm not gonna say it's out of the picture quite yet, but Star Killer, dude. I would. Mm, I don't know, you can't man. Tell me that. You can't. Tell I, I, me I know. That. I know. It's something that excites you, you and it excites me too. But the truth it of the matter is, they could canonize that. And fans, I think for the most part, tend to like Star Killer and like that whole entire like storyline and stuff. They're probably mixed. Similar. Yeah, I would. I would probably yeah. say. Yeah. I Usually, things split. like that are pretty split. 
but I, but I do think it's going in the direction of unfortunately Palpatine. I think everything. It's, but that's it's so early. Rogo, but it's so damn early. Like to be to really is, just like hardcore connect it. Bro, a Palpatine is crazy, dude. Like yeah. like Palpatine is insane, man. Like he's on another level of a Sith Lord, and he's obviously not my favorite. He's nowhere near my favorite sith lord mm -hmm. but he is he's on another level of like just mastermind i wouldn't be bro look at how long think think about you it play the you long game too early he's a master Dude, exactly yeah he's the master you of playing the long game too early? bro episode one anakin is i think episode one to two is like 12 years or some shit like he's that, already like, like petting years. anakin's head at, when he's like a Dude. kid and, and if you believe and if you believe the theory that he and again this is a theory, oh that he that he that put he, the midichlorians in anakin yeah, yeah supposedly yeah. like Oh man, but those are come on, dude. Those are the kinds of those are the types of questions <laughs> that keep me up at night, and nobody has a freaking answer for. It. <laughs> I, 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 oh but, my god! But that's what I'm saying. So it would. Midichlorians are becoming more important. Yes, and that that's is a whole other topic as to how the original Star Wars fandom hated it. But but it, it's it's but it's becoming much more important and is involved in Grogu's and the Camino the Kaminoans like yes, process and it, what they're experimenting with. Is. So. Look, no, I, I don't I think, know, man. Chris, your worst nightmares are going to come true. I'm, I swear to God, I think season three. Look, I think we're done with Grogu. For, oh. for Mando season three, Grogu's not in it. Okay, like that's 90. fine. That's what I believe in my heart, sure, right? Sure, sure. He's gone. I, I think we're going to see him at least in one episode. Yes. Or something. I think so, too. But we're clearly going into the direction of, like, Mandalore. It's called and the, the Mandalorian, not, not Grogu. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> But yeah, Grogu heavily implied on the cloning. The scientists took blood samples. We saw the vats that looked like Palpatine, or not Palpatine, that looked like Snoke. Nala Say was the only person, Nala Say was the only person from Kamino that A, survived and B, will survive. Because we know what um, Admiral Rampart said was that the clones are going to die. He, he's getting, yeah, he's yeah, gathering he wants all of them together. Done. He wants them done. Nalase is the only person. Why, bro? She is their chief scientist. Yeah, yeah, she knows everything. Do, do she you knows think? Everything. Do you think Admiral Rampart and Adm and um? I don't think he's not Grand Moff yet, but Rampart and Tarkin right now are doing shit without Palpatine's, you know, words. Consent? No. Absolutely no. Not. Definitely not. No. That's no. my point. Uh -uh. Why would they take Nalase for the cloning process now? The reason I look, I would love Starkiller. The reason I don't think it'll ever happen is because the Vader comics gave us too much into his personal relationship with Palpatine and too much information of stuff that's happened in between the. But you're assuming like, that Wars you're, and you're assuming you're that right, the audience that the audience is reading. Correct. And but that they, is but not the comics true. Are canon. But, the yeah, but, that, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that they won't want to canonize it on screen. That they won't want to Correct. put it and and like add more into like Star Killers like background. Like Star Killer could act as a like a oh my god a, a Ventress to to yeah, them. Fair. You get me? You get what I mean? Yeah. Like something like that. Um, I don't I, think. I think it is going towards Palpatine though, and I think Star yeah, Killer yeah. is too much. Yeah, I mean it all. I think it's it's okay to assume that any cloning will eventually lead to Palpatine at this point. That's the 100%. assumption. But to, to yeah. try and tie it to the point where like you're putting Palpatine in his DNA and the cloning and it becomes the focus because like I said, I, I feel like 
there's a lot more involved in uh, Nalise's work and and what yeah. she's been working on, right? Because she wasn't working on cloning Palpatine. She was working no. on a bunch of different things and she ended up with the Bad Batch. She ended up with Omega. She, there, was a, there was a contingency that we don't really know about. Uh, but Nalise was in charge of like, uh, not even, we don't even know if she was in charge. Her lab was so secret that Omega said like her knowledge, uh, she was, why was Omega kept such a secret? Omega said she spent most of her time in Nalise's lab, yeah. which dude was like miles away from yeah, yeah, yeah. the city. Yeah. Like Nalise was clearly up to shady shit. Oh yeah. Whatever what, it was. So would you say, would you say Nalise is a bad person? Like, like, do you think that, that she is? Because she mm. seems to want to protect uh, Omega, even though... Omega, yeah. Because Lama Su wants Omega, but for, like, he wanted her for the, the purpose of, of yeah, of, like, helping them with their third contingency. Um, yeah, I think, I think Nalase is more of, like, a Frankenstein-type character. Okay. Not, right, like, I think she's just... Loves her creations, kind of. Yeah, yeah. basically because we Mother. know she recruited we know she recruited fennec to go save omega yeah, not yeah. to capture omega so you know it, it's one of those things i think nala say is just a frankenstein's type of doctor um look man it, we could be here all night um i guess then in this direction with all these theories that we're literally talking about what mm -hmm. Out of everything we just said, what would you want to see in season two? Like, what would be if you could paint your dream season two? Like, questions I want to see. What would it be? I want to see a clone rebellion. Really? Yeah, yeah. I want to see cool. the. I think that's so. Once again, based on things that I've been watching and and reading up on, uh, it seems to me that that might be what Rex is is working on in the background, is That'd building up a rebellion for the the clones specifically because. This is all about the clones. Yes. It's, it's been about the clones. This isn't about stormtroopers, even though they will be very involved in this. It's about the clones and what they're right. experiencing. They are technically like a whole race at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like straight there's up, a like <laughs> there's a lot of them and they all have unique personalities, even though they are clones. So like any, yeah. any type of stories, a number of stories can be told because they're all <laughs> like war vets yeah. and they're all like doing different things. But, um, I think it would be really, really cool to give us like what would essentially break off into every Legends story we've ever read of like, you know, clone troopers and yep. once they've defected or once they've left and all that stuff. Uh, I, I think, you know, meeting characters like Hauser because so Hauser, when that whole thing happens where he's like, you guys go, I'm going to walk out there. They know I'm going to be betraying them essentially. So I'm going right. to get captured. I don't care. Go. Right. That moment where where like Hunter kind of like looks back at him and he's almost like, I want to save you, but I can't. Like I want to tell you that the inhibitor yeah. chips are there and like how, what? Because Hunter's even like, yo, how are you not wanting to kill us right now? Why are you saving us? This is that moment was so <laughs> good because it really yeah. it really showed like they were in such a moment where they need to get the hell out of there that they they he couldn't really ask anything or imply anything no. he's just like we gotta go so yeah, if he stayed any longer they would have died yeah they, they for sure captured. would have gotten captured or something or something yeah um but it's moments like that that caused me to believe like oh you know hunter may you know have passed this information on to rex at some point and rex you know gregor's now 
with us, I believe, like with with Rex, and I assume he's gonna meet I, up with Rex. Or did he? Or did he get captured again? What what happened? <laughs> no, no, I don't man, remember. They, I don't remember if they say where they dropped him off. I don't. I, remember. I assume he's with Rex. Third, yeah, I, I assume so too. 100%. It's in the third to last episode. And I the love fact that I can't remember it. Yeah, but that's another was, one. Like, why? How, where where did his chip somewhere. get taken out? How did he? You know what I mean? Like. What's his story of the chip and defecting? Yeah. Uh, but I think season two, I would like to see a clone uprising, like them trying to take over or trying to fight and defect. Um, but isn't that because, depressing that we know they're going to fail? But we don't know like, if they're necessarily not. Like, they may fail Chris, at staying on, in the bro. army. What? No, no, hear me out. Hear me out because we know we've read <laughs> clones. We've read stories about clones so for a while. Name, name, name every no. clone off the top of your head that is alive post this what dude. clone that is alive do you Come think on. wants to wants to be known that they are alive they wouldn't that's a very good they're in hiding that's a very good so that's don't very give good. me that shit okay <laughs> don't and i've read it's comics like order 66 never happens the way you want so it to happen. so no i'm not saying that most of the clones that fight in this you know little mini civil war against troopers and, and clones or whatever that you right. know that there isn't going to be a frick ton of casualties because i assume there will be right yeah and the survivors will be rex gregor wolf maybe hauser who knows what the heck is happening maybe he's dead already i don't even know he could just be taken prisoner i, d I really don't know um but the fact that that could happen and it would also really explain the the final like the final separation from the empire having clones probably keeping yeah. some i would assume that there are still some clones that work for the empire in yeah, the future like, like some commando units or something that were veterans that like were yeah. really good in the war and they decided their chips still functioned fully and they were still fully loyal right like crosshair yeah. they still technically kept crosshair around even though i also have theories in season two that the empire may start to try to get rid of him and oh, that yeah. may cause him Absolutely. to be a middle of like i'm not with the bad batch i'm not with um, he clearly the Empire. chose to save Hunter. Like, he clearly chose to save Hunter. I mean, yeah. But, like, and, and Rampart chose, says he it, chose. doesn't he? He's like, we thought you sided with the no, he, with your brothers. He says it when, when, when he the, gets... the Stormtrooper, no, the Stormtrooper that was sent to spy on him, that Rampart was like, go watch him or whatever. The girl. And she, she calls him and she's like, oh, the clone um, assisted them in escaping or whatever. Because she saw him kill, like, but all see, the, like... But see, like, the whole thing is, like, oh, Rampart, if, no. but if his, freaking, if his, if his inhibitor chip is at 100,000%, then why would he be letting them go? That's the That's question I have. Point, I mean, I don't work at Lucasfilm, bro. I don't, I don't either. Like, <laughs> we, we're their freaking puppets right now. We don't know what yeah, the heck yeah. is going on. We're spreading this, this theory, I all of I these knew. theories. My my biggest thing though the the only thing I really care to see in season two mm. and and I'll be happy with whatever they show especially a lot like what you said my biggest thing though I just want I want more Omega and I want I want her backstory I want to know what her mutation is I don't think dude if Nala say made her I don't think it's just that she ages slowly think uh, Hunter um, Wrecker um, Tech Crosshair. All of them have a specific mutation that make them better fighters. I think they've hinted at Nalase's or Nalase. I think they've hinted at Omega as being tactician. Like that's tact what I yeah with the chest like thing. Tacticality, whatever. Yeah, exactly. With the chest, with the chest thing. thing. Yeah. I think that's hers, but I I want a confirmation. That would be I cool. want them to somehow like 
rescue Nalase or meet with her, and I want her to explain what Omega is. We don't know why she was created, we don't know what her thing is, and we don't know, like, why she's so special still. Like, sure, she could have been created just because, but why is Omega so special? Why did Crosshair go after her? Why did Nalase send Fennec after her? Why did uh, the other guy, the politician, do that? Everybody wants her. Everybody wants her. Everybody Literally, wants her. Everybody man. wants her. Like, yeah. Like, why? Hey, so, why, uh, somebody, I, I, I did hear someone say that it was because of the fact that they aged slower, which implies longer life. Yeah, um, of course. So, Pal Palpy, you, you know, little Palpy, he loves to live and walk the earth. Always there, watching. Um, no, it, honestly, I agree, and I do want to see a lot more of Omega, like, growth. I want to right. see, I want to see things take a more serious tone, and I want there to be more plot now, because that's what what I feel like season one when I say it stretched too far. I feel like I didn't get a lot of things that really we could have gotten in terms of just some sort of plot growth. There was no, there was no plot growth. It all felt like character growth that they were focusing on, which is okay. Yeah. We, I enjoy that. You enjoy that. A lot of fans enjoy that, right? Sometimes. But but I mean like. We have a lot of their character growth throughout that whole season. The entire yes. season, we're getting character growth. Obviously, Crosshair and him becoming and gr growing in the way that he is, and so on and so forth. But it's just like Omega. I want to see more from her, like you said. She's practically leading the team at the end of the of everything. And they oh listen to her God, so God. much in terms of stuff, which is why, which that also falls into that tactical mindset of yep. hers that she might have that's a little stronger she, than others. If she wasn't there, they would have died on Camino. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, for sure. They would have died on Camino. Um it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So here's my question to you. Shoot. Do you think we get a time skip? No. No. Do you think no. this is no, right I, after they leave? Yeah, I would love a time skip, but I don't think so just because of the way the aging works. I mean, if we can assume, bro, like, if we no, get a time we can, skip... No, we can skip. We can, I think they can skip pretty far. I think... Yeah, no, you're right, because I was going to say they'll be old and decrepit, but... I think they can make rest. her like Ahsoka's... Yeah, what Ahsoka yeah, is at the could. end of Clone Wars, they can make her look that old. She'll obviously still yeah. be older, but she ages differently yeah, because, the other guys already look like adults rex, yeah and rex and rebels isn't like he looks old with the white beard but he's not like old yeah and rebels yeah. is so much past clone wars so yeah if they skip, they could like, have aged five, a little bit years yeah yeah it wouldn't be it wouldn't be too bad at that point cool. at that point in time boba fett would be an adult boba fett yes and, and he'd be able to go to them get questions team dude, up with there them, could be them. a lot there which would be really cool too because be we probably will see some omega boba fett at some point like i would assume so some sort of run-in she is the closest thing to his sibling than any other clone yo she, and so. you know how she feels about family she's like bro bro you're my bro bro <laughs> come here brother we you're are my brothers. brother yeah my you're brother you're my brother boba. you're my brother Hunter, we need to save him. Oh, dude, I loved, I loved her, and I, 
I hated her in the beginning. That's, but that's how, I fe- that's how I felt about her. It was like, I loved her. I understand that this is how her character is. And that's a defining factor of this character. But my God, sometimes I'm just like, shut up. Not everything is positive. <laughs> I don't care. She's what very you- optimistic. Shit. Like sometimes She's too so freaking optimistic. optimistic. It's like, we'll save everyone, uh, can't we? It's like, yeah. bitch, they are putting their lives on the line for you <laughs> over and over. Holy Dude, smokes. Crosshair, Crosshair was down to kill her. And she's like, no, Hunter, we have to save Crosshair. Yeah. I, I you know like, what bothered really? me too? You know what bothered me too? So <laughs> was always so her nice. was always her one-liners with with oh, Crosshair, yeah. right? It was always like, you know, they're still your brothers. And then oh. she'd walk away, and Crosshair's just like, fuck. Oh, fucked up. That's how the that's how the season ends. Bro. Literally, dude. Literally, it's what she says to them. She's like, they're still your brothers. They love. And then and then when she goes to sit next to him, because Crosshair is there, like ready to hear yeah. a conversation from Omega that he loves so much, and she goes up to him. She's like, I I wanted to. I really hoped it wasn't <laughs> your inhibitor chip messing with you oh, still. Man. And then she just walks away. She she drops he, that on him, and he's like, son of a. If he goes back to normal, it's because of her words, bro. She's uh, yeah. the Naruto of the. She's the Naruto of the Star Wars universe. Th- there are people saying that I'm they think you. that Crosshair might sacrifice himself for the brothers, but it cry. might even be for Omega. Oh, dude, I would cry. I would cry. Man. I better see Crosshair? him do some more dark. I mean, I I, I want to see a lot of Crosshair specific development so, in this next so one. Do I, I want to see him so go I. through it. I want to see him really struggle between like, so do what? I. Who am I? What am I like? He's he's such a cool character, man. He because is. like part of you, part of you wants to like hate him because he's going against the bad batch, and mm-hmm. part of you like I, I don't know, dude. Like I hate him. I feel bad for him. I sympathize with him. I understand. Like there's so much that Crosser does or says that I'm just like I hate you for saying that, but I get it. But that's fucked up, and I'm sorry you're dealing with it. Like literally, <laughs> all those emotions flood me at the same time. And dude, he is an it's kind of like the Anakin. Kid. It's kind of like the Anakin effect. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it's it kind of like the Vader that's effect where you're like, oh, I s- like you are the way you are, but in reality, there is still like some yeah. sort of ulterior motive that you have that is built off passion and like wanting uh, to yeah. like love, you know, Vader, and all that kind Vader's of stuff. A, Vader's a scumbag, tragic, no bro, but he's got a tragic, <laughs> tragic life, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He did what he did for love dude, dude. that panel where that he goes into the crazy. chambers that he meditates in oh and it's just god. all of the faces of the jedi that he's killed and oh he's, just, he's just like god. removing his helmet dude that panel that image is just I, like I ingrained have you read the vader comics i've read a lot of it i haven't read all of my it god, bro. masterpieces yeah they quickly, really quickly made darth vader like not even anakin just darth vader such a like Oh my god, bro, I feel bad for the guy. Like, it's not even like he's just a bad guy, he's just... But I think that's what makes him, like, an oh outlier to the Sith, right? Yes. He was, he yeah, is, yeah. That's what makes him the chosen one, or, or that's what makes oh. him... You know what I mean? It, it's the fact that he the, was good and bad. It was, it was the good and bad in him, and, like, the struggle between both, and then him finally siding with it, but at his core, he was still someone who wanted yeah. to do something good and, and loved his children and so on and so forth you know there's, yeah. that's a whole other star wars love that we have um, but, um so so to finish it off do you do you have anything else about the bad batch you want to say two before things. we close it out two things Shoot. Shoot. number one the clones being the ones that destroy camino and the oh. impact that that has where they were the ones that literally pushed the buttons to destroy camino their home yeah, and it's... that one uh, clone that like sends the message saying like Camino has been destroyed, 
and all this yeah. stuff and how like almost like pissed off he sounds or like upset about having to have done that which also leads me to believe the whole rebellion and uprising thing may be happening that, that i think that's i think that's a thing that's going to happen uh that's a very good point but second right is uh i thought this was actually really funny that i saw in a video which was uh when they leave crosshair <laughs> based on the type of platform that it is and the way it works the platform should go back underwater it when the when the ship leaves, the ship leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so he's That's gonna right. be just like in the water like drowning just again dude. Just yeah. for, <laughs> for, for it to get picked up by the empire dude i thought that was really that funny true. i thought I that was very very funny um, there's no way somebody nobody can say that star wars doesn't have plot oh points, man also little easter egg right or not easter egg but everything being connected with all the stuff that we've been given from star wars was going to Braca. that's that's from jedi fallen order and that is where they that's removed their right. inhibitor chips and that's why we see all of the all yeah, the all the uh-huh that's where fallen order starts yep oh my god yeah dude and i didn't take note of that till today um, i didn't realize that until you just said it yeah obviously them tying fennec yeah, that's where Cal works. Here, but yeah, Cal Kestis starts on Braca, and that's where we start that yeah. game. So we got to see Braca again, I, and I being you, you know, being used. I'm gonna play it again too, man. I'm excited. <laughs> so but uh, I also, as a final note, this is I think my real final note, right? Shoot, shoot. Season finale. Um, had two parts. Mm -hmm. Part one was amazing. Part two yeah. for me fell short. Part really? two, think part so? part two. Even though it had like little things, it was all about just them escaping. Like it, everything felt so much more climactic in part one, as a finale, yeah. than the second episode did. The second episode almost pulled away from that finale vibe, a little bit. See, I I'm I'm on the opposite. I I think part two, like the final final episode, was so. Um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, I don't want to say impact. I don't know how to say it. Like, like what I'm trying to say the, just to give you right. Like, dude, I don't even know how to word it. The fact that the final episode was simply them literally running for their lives in what should have been an inescapable situation. The fact that their home was getting destroyed around them. And the, dude, the music was so somber. It the was music was so amazing. The music was amazing. Hey, oh, bro. My God, oh my like, God. The, I, I felt I felt sad like that entire finale I felt sad like I knew they were gonna survive because they had already announced season two like mm -hmm. two weeks prior yeah. but like just watching them try to survive and escape and the way the music was playing and how dark literally literally yeah. how dark the whole episode was I was dude I was just sitting down watching it and I was like oh this is like this hurts yeah like, but like I felt for them man like yeah, I felt like the the aftermath when they left was a little too cheery or too like bright, not literally this time, but just metaphorically. Because but that's of, like, the episode is them escaping. It's, it's them in that room at the bottom of the of the thing talking and then getting into the pods and going up. That that is it, but, the second episode of the finale. Whereas like, like but but the ending of the first episode is literally <laughs> and then the score for that happening and then right. being like this was our so home and this feels and it should have like stopped that? there i think it should have stopped so there think, and then picked up like afterwards or or like 
so or ended with them escaping super quickly you know what i mean like some dude, some last thing obviously that took away it was that, so like there was impactful it was stuff there was impactful yeah, stuff it was because it was the whole thing honestly it was more impactful i feel like for omega it was impactful for all of them yes. but for omega more than anything it's, because she didn't want to go back to camino hunter literally nope. promised her she'd never have to go back and, and a couple back. episodes they're back uh and she, and she not only went but you. she watched it fall she had lived her whole life there longer than they had and yeah. she had to go back through the lab that she, Where she was born. grew up in and saw them was, grow up in and was closest to nala say with and all of this stuff so for her it was really impactful but yeah. i i still feel like it should have like the impact that the destruction of Kamino had them getting trapped in there even I would have maybe rather seen that kind of stuff yeah. happen in the next like following season or something I think I, I think yeah I, I could see what you mean where basically if it had ended on the second to last episode and then the last episode if the last episode was the first episode of season two that would be an awesome opening I think that would have yeah. been I that think would that would have be been a awesome. cool thing yeah that would be an awesome yeah no I you know what I can agree with that and then it would have picked up from there but yeah. regardless i think it looks to be that I, I have everything that i covered here on my notes everything yeah, my, was talked about i was i was gonna ask you about star wars in general i was gonna say like oh what are you are you excited for the kenobi show but that is oh boy that's that's literally another <laughs> we're, we're gonna do another one on that because we're gonna talk about visions well, dude once and, once that trailer comes out yeah mm. and kenobi my mm. god yeah i'm so hyped yeah we're, we're gonna talk about like the same way that we did with uh the marvel cinematic universe and the the phase yep. that it's in now and what we're expecting to see and our theories and stuff we'll do an episode on star wars and we'll run through some of the episodes the shows and movies that they've announced and so on and we'll talk about yep. those because visions looks really really cool we know we're getting kenobi Very. the book of boba all of this kind of stuff Mando season three, eventually. Yeah, we're getting a lot. We're getting a lot. So yeah, yeah. And and EA has confirmed. Not EA. I forgot the studio that did it. But Jedi oh, Fallen Order EA. two has been confirmed. Fire. Has yeah. been confirmed. In Very nice. Very nice. So yeah, man. We're getting Star Wars fans are eating good, man. Yeah. We're eating good. Thank you, Disney. Um, yeah. Right. So so yeah. Man. I think that's a that's a good point to end the episode. Thank mm -hmm. you guys for watching so much or listening wherever you are doing this, whether it is on Podbean, YouTube. Uh, unfortunately, we are trying to get on Apple and Spotify right now. We are going through the process. Apple is very like, I guess, hardcore. They're like, you want to be a podcaster? You need to earn it. So we're, we're trying, we're trying. Um, if you haven't checked out our social media, please do. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, just go give us a follow if you enjoyed this video or wherever you're watching please give a like a positive comment or a negative comment I would love to hear what people tell say. us when we're wrong tell us when we're wrong yes. we, we are never we never are opposed to being corrected especially if it's in something that is like factual and you can be yes. like this is actually what happened or this is actually <laughs> what's going on please tell us because that's that's literally why we talk and why we enjoy having these conversations uh, because we want to learn we are also still learning and we are also still human. So whether we get things right or wrong, uh, you know, we have our own opinions, but please feel free to correct us and give us your opinions because that's how the world and works. This is, this is a Star Wars episode, so I'm sure we'll get a oh, lot yeah. of opinions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know that people who love Star Wars really love their Star Wars. Yeah. So. so. 
Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it. My name has been Eric or the Western Senpai. I am joined with Chris, the Multiversal Wizard for episode one. Tune in next time where we might be talking about the What If series. Yeah. Yeah. What if we talked about what the if, What If? What If? What If we talked <laughs> about <what> if? <laughs> Later, guys. Good night. <laughs>